There can be no other man to save burn three. No need to change, keep it tuned to save Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Hey. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 
Reverend Michael Osei welcoming us to the City Breakfast Show. 25 minutes past 6. It's 30th October 2023. God has done it for me. Beautiful song. From a man, an icon of gospel music in Ghana. And one of the things we need to recognize is to differentiate between what God can do and what man can do. And one scripture that captures it beautifully is Philippians 2, 12 to 13. It says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. It means there are things God can do and there are things man can do. And wisdom is in differentiating the two. God has worked in you so you work it out. When it comes to salvation, he's planted the seed in you. But you must be the outworking of what God has investment uh, has invested within you. So don't sit aloof, don't sit idle, waiting for God to do it all. But don't also think you can do it all by yourself. For by strength shall no man prevail. So you need that balance between recognizing the works of God, the things that can happen by miracle, but there are things you must also do by discipline and commitment and common sense. It says, render unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's and render unto God the things which are God's. That's wisdom. Knowing what your responsibility is and where God's providence is. Beautiful way to start your morning. Business is brought to you by ADB. We're offering a variety of personal loans, including top-up loans at significantly reduced rates. Enjoy longer tenors of up to six years. An offer open to non-customers as well. Visit the nearest branch or call 0302-210-210. ADB, the People's Bank. ADB, truly a Greek and more. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation.
The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. And sometimes all you need to do is to stay alive. Stay alive so you can fight again another day. It's Monday. It's the last week of the month. Indeed, just two days left for November to come our way. So much happening on the City Breakfast Show today. Exactly two weeks ago, we launched a campaign for relief support for people in the lower voter basin. It's yielding some great results. Which is Kai and a team of uh, four or five people made a trip to the southern part of the Volta Basin over the weekend and they have lots to report. But that's not the only thing we're talking about today. Great weekend for the Gas State as the late Gamanya was laid to rest in a beautiful ceremony with an amazing funeral brochure. Sky, the, the funeral brochure. Mm. It is like a compendium of history. Yehoah. 177 pages or so. Incredible information. You know, the part I like most was a place they, they, they highlighted the contribution of Gadangbis to Ghana's history from wow. 19 Kojo. Oh, 19 Kojo. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, the, whoever put that thing together, yeah, yeah. I mean, they did a great job. You mean 19 Kojo? 19 Kojo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Generally, we also, were also awarded this weekend uh-huh. to Rasta Sasaridonko, our good friend. And our one. He was given Generalist of the Year. Great, great. Long, long overdue, well deserved award. Yes. And my man, my and, man. And my your, man. your man, Fred Duho. Yes, who, was, who was with you in the Volta region? Charlie This weekend. Yes. Was adjudged was the TV Generalist of the Year. Yes. Beautiful stories all around. Duho, no, that was um, a good one. Yeah. A good so one. The time that award was given, you guys were still in the bush. You managed to reach yeah, out. Right. And you know, the devil wanted to be smart. <laughs> a day before, <laughs> a day before the award, challenge. He had to challenge. He was tired. Challenge. Duho won. Challenge them give up for me for the villages. They trophy Katonga Malavia. He wanted to give up for you. Hey. Where did you take this? Engine, engine, the engine or the go? Oh. Where did you take him? Oh, Charlie Gidigi, we took him to go and do some uh, tests here and there, Gidi Gidi. Yes, wow. Uh, yeah. he said, you guys, you were pushing them too much. Yeah, the people prescribed some things. Yeah, yeah, you went to, how many places did you go to? Oh, I think in all, if you, uh, well, let me, let, let me put it, Four broad areas. Four broad areas. Yes, yeah. Four broad areas. Okay, I'll let you do the roll call later. <laughs> the new supply review is brought to you by Fidelity Bank. Get a loan of up to 450,000 CDs from Fidelity Bank and get rewarded. Switch your existing salaried loan to Fidelity Bank or get a new loan and enjoy the lowest fixed interest rate. A two-month repayment holiday in December. A 50% discount on the processing fee till end of the year and guaranteed fixed monthly repayments. Call Fidelity Bank on our toll-free number 0800-003355 or walk into any of our branches today and let's help you achieve the dream. 
and Total Energies Marketing Ghana, your trusted OMC since induction into the CMG Hall of Fame, petroleum category for being a judge petroleum company of the year for three consecutive years by the CIMG has retained its membership in the CIMG Hall of Fame. At Total Energies were committed to the delivery of quality and innovative products and services that enhance customer experience. Alright, so welcome to Godfed as well. How are you doing, bro? I'm well. I'm well. Congratulations to all journalists. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Awesome, awesome. How is, how is Dan Soman? That's one is that's one. That's one is fine. That, that we wish it were fine. I mean, we have problems. I met your MC. We, in fact, myself and Sky met your MC last week. Yeah. Where, what happened, George Bray? Yes, we met him last week somewhere. But it's a coded location. We can't tell you. Hey, George Bray, this is what you are doing. We, 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 we won't tell you now. Meanwhile, I spoke to this man on Thursday. When we finish what we are doing, he, you know. he didn't. He didn't tell me anything. When we finish what we are doing, you know. Yeah. But I want to say something. Two, two great footballers lost their lives over the weekend. Joe so. Before that, there was Robert Eshen. Yes. Robert Eshen was a great footballer. Great footballer, yes. Um, I don't know if he played Kotoko, but I think he played Dwarves as well. Yeah. And he was a really good footballer. He lied, that, lied last week. Mm. And Joe Debra was... A freaky Joe. Joe Debra, you know, in, in my days, in the 90s, there were two players in Ghana. Uh, Shamokui and Joe Debra. Kotoko and Hearts. So Hearts and Kotoko, they were the biggest rivalry. Yeah. And Joe Debra died on 27. So if I ask you who is the joiner, you shake your head. Yeah, you know, and I wanted to say that. So, like, the <laughs> football leagues are defined by rivalries. So, it was, you know, there was Charles Taylor's era. Yeah, there was the Don Bote era. Yeah, there was Imanose Kufo era. Yeah. There was the Godina Bloody era. But now, you can't really tell who the best players in the league are. Mm. And it's a problem. That's unfortunate. So, as we mourn Joe Debra and Robert Shen, mm. it's a call for new stars. Yeah, in the in the league, we It'll need we, we need new. Sometimes you have to create them. It'll be hard. Some, you see, Scofield, it's not every star in the world who is a star. A star I know. Yeah, sometimes you have to create a yeah, star. If you, I mean, if you look at the profile of the player and his promise, Charlie, you can do something. I'm t- telling you to be very hard. I'm on the grounds. No, we can't do it. Yeah, we'll, we'll find somebody. We have to find somebody and make him a star. Let me start. I'll start from the front page of the BLFT yeah. and a story that looks normal. But it's not because okay. it's something we've discussed. Mm-hmm. Private wealth surges alarmingly. Huh? It sounds like oh normal. But when I give that? you the details, you will understand. Private wealth yes. surges alarmingly. Yes. While public private wealth outstrips per capita income. Mean, uh, it means that the money is being kept somewhere. Mother side, father, father side. side. Okay. I'll and this BNFT's front page. This is BNFT's front page. Is their money lost? Yes, I will give you. <laughs> their money should be lost, and you should be concerned. What's your problem, Sky? It's a good question to ask. <laughs> okay, so that's on the front page of the paper. Sky, over to you. Let me take you to the finder. The big story says Gantmanye laid to rest as solemn and culturally rich in a solemn and culturally <laughs> in a solemn and culturally rich uh-huh. ceremony yes, yes, culturally, yes. Rich. culturally rich is, is the mask you are wearing that's affecting your yeah. <laughs> also Ghana's lithium leaves is mm. a model for mineral exploitation mm-hmm. um also we are told poor predict strong lead for dr balmia you know november 4 is almost here mm. and attackers of national security officers arrested and then NADMO assures uh, relief for every affected home in flooding disaster. Uh, the front page of the Ghanaian publisher also is talking about lithium. Jinapo mm. uh, Defense Atlantic Lithium Deal says it's best for Ghana. And busy week for the NPP this weekend, Baumia cruising to landslide victory. Latest survey indicates. And then National Security Restores Calm in Garu. 
The Guardian Observer says Garu attack security personnel seize arms now perpetrators and vow to safeguard Ghana's peace. Also on the front page, Energy Minister rallies MPP delegates, charges them to vote for a candidate based on competence and not the legion. And then also Atlantic Lithium Lease Best for Ghana. The Minister for the Sector is talking. Front page of the Herald newspaper, digitized warehouse technology proposed to Cocoa Board. Multi-million dollar waste, smuggling and naked thievery to end. Mm. Kennedy Japan wanted $500 million yearly contract to step down. Uh, Baumia's team drops bombshell ahead of Saturday's MPP presidential primaries. I'm sure we'll see a lot more of these stories. Hmm. Um, and then this is coming up. Trouble at buffer stock again. Mm. Mm. Let me take you to the new publisher. The big story says, Stop attacks on our men. National security warning the people who are bent on attacking our men. Mm. Also, fire displaces 50 people in Kumasi. Ibrahim Mahama constructs new roads for Mufe and dredges flood zones in that area. <clears throat> and polls predict 80% mm. win for Baumia. Okay. And then the front page of the Anchor newspaper, Minister cracks down on Chinese mining firm, orders temporary shutdown of company for violating mining laws and safety protocols. Uh, lithium again is on the front page of the paper with uh, Honorable Jinapur. Vindictive GS pursues JHS 1 and 2 students for skipping class to write BEC. And dumb market women disown Ajwasa for as they boo yes really mm. the chronicle says this morning police probe suspected suicide in district commander's home also um the lithium story is here on the front page and dam spillage nadmo promises relief items for every affected home the same headline i read somewhere yeah, yeah. Mm, and then the inquisitor front page as always uh, very heavily laden with photos of matupoku prempe the energy minister he's on every now the newspapers always so this particular one uh, uh, most of the time don't worry okay uh, let me take you to the today newspaper ajua safo surface humiliation um during visit to domain market oh we want markets in boku hmm. groups in upper east region are appealing and a crowd goes quiet as gamanye is laid to rest and finally for me the daily guide also says ghanians bit gamanye farewell frontiers healthcare services debunks allegations of corruption on uh, the primaries of the MPP, Daily Guide have gone to 80%. Hmm. Baumia tips to win 80% of votes. And Nana commissions 105 EU military vehicles. And if you go to the Republic Press, my final paper for this morning, fireworks fly in MPP as Oparians are cats getting the Japan to size. Hey, no video. <laughs> also, uh, TikTok are arrested for offering um, flour to police officer. Are they? I don't even understand. Let's go online. Citynewsroom.com. EC is not above criticism, but do so objectively. This is the chairperson, Jean Mensa. Other stories, multimedia series so as Haridonko wins journalist of the year 2022. Meanwhile, City TV's Fred Duho wins best TV news reporter. Wow. In other stories, Garu and Timpani MPs condemn alleged military assault on Garu residents. And then a few other stories. Over 50 people reportedly hospitalized after the alleged military assault in Garu. And then Ablakwa is cautioning Akusombo Dam's village victims don't return home yet. Mm. So those are all the stories. If you go to my journal line, again, the lead story is the Journalist of the Year story. And he says, I'm deeply honored on emerging as Journalist of the Year. Meanwhile, the Minister of Information says, National Action Plan to Combat Disinformation is due 
by December. We are told VRA begins disinfection and fumigation exercise in Mepe as floodwaters recede and Ibrahim Muhammad dredges stagnant floodwaters in Mepe as well. Star FM is talking about the National Security Minister says we won't allow attack on security and intelligence agencies and that story seems to be the lead story with calls for the government to investigate attack on civilians in Garu by the military. This is MPs to government. Meanwhile, the MPs are also calling for a withdrawal of the military from Garu and Timpani. And then a few other places in the mid in the in the Middle East, Gaza doctors say hospital evacuation is impossible after Israeli airstrikes continue. And a few other websites are also leading with that story. All right. So you want, you want to talk about wealth? Yes, let me tell you what is happening with wealth and perhaps Sky will understand why you are prioritizing well, that story? Yes. So private wealth in Ghana has surged at a rate 30% higher than the continental average of negative 12% over the past decade, second only to Ethiopia's 81% growth, a new research report has revolved. This stark contrast highlights the expanding wealth disparity in the nation, with private wealth outpacing per capita income growth of 27%, setting the country apart from wider African continent, from the wider African continent where wealth is on a general decline. Mm. Capital flight often used as a proxy for private wealth, is identified as a concerning factor. This part of her research uh, from the National Development Planning Commission, and this uh, was outlined by Professor Leons in the Kumana, uh, Department of Economics, University of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a quote from him, he says, well, okay, let me read this one. It says, the research findings estimate that individual private wealth in the country now stands at an impressive $56 billion. Mm. However, this wealth is starkly unevenly distributed with 110 Ghanaians possessing over $10 million in liquid assets, Oof. not including other assets like real estate. Quote, Quote, this wealth concentration vividly underscores the alarming income disparity within the country where the wealthiest individuals perceive Ghana as well-developed others, such as cocoa farmers, struggle to make ends meet despite the overall growth of wealth. He then talks about capital flight and then also talks about cocoa sector and value distribution then talks about a, um, a concerning discrepancy was also identified in Ghana's reported gold exports compared mm. to statistics from its trading partners. Mm. In some cases, countries report receiving less gold from Ghana than Ghana reports exporting, mm-hmm. raising concerns of potential capital misreporting or misinvoicing in the gold trade. Wow. That's a very serious story we can mm. discuss later on. Um, but let me just take you to the uh, key issues affecting the everyday lives of people who have been devastated by floods mm. and what's mm. been done about that. Mm. If you go to page 13 of the finder, we are told Qatar, as the Zaji Sandbar opened, um, to mitigate flood situations were there mm-hmm. um, over the weekend. Now, the engineers um, responsible for operating on the Azizaji floodgate in the Keta municipality of the Volta region have finally opened the sandbar to allow the Keta lagoon to flow into the sea freely without any havoc. Mm-hmm. Now, the move was to mitigate the flooding situations uh, of the lagoon in Keta, Ainloga, and surrounding communities, uh, which was uh, caused by the spillage of the Ekosombo Dam. Mm. Now, Mr. Rex uh, Edeko, a former consultant in charge of the Qatar Sea Defense Project, who is also the lead engineer for the opening of the floodgate and the cutting of the sandbar, told the GNA the flood situations in the areas were getting dangerous, which required urgent attention. And Bernard, mm. um, I can say without any contradiction that in the Blakusu area, mm. in the Anyako areas, people are actually struggling. 
I saw some of the reports, oh, and I'm sure you'll speak about that. Let me still stay with flooding. Ibrahim Mahama Rexus Mepe community dredges blocked waterways. And story says CEO of Engineers and Planners and Jata Cement has commenced the dredging and rechanneling of stagnant water at the disaster site in Mepe. The work involves constructing new roads in the Mepe RCs in Gizito Enclave, which were terribly damaged by the floods. This was after a brief sword cutting ceremony on Saturday, October 28, in Mepe. And he also donated uh, to support some homes with various items on Tuesday. And he dispatched his engineers, workers, and equipment in fulfillment of a pledge he made to the chiefs and people of the affected communities on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Then the MP for uh, Norton is asking uh, residents not to return to their homes yet. Mm -hmm. And this is in a story that City News is covering. He's basically saying that it's not safe to go back home yet mm -hmm. with some sanitation issues and all the other issues that have affected the houses in question. Okay. And then the VRA has also been trying to uh, do some stuff for the people in the in the affected communities. They are doing fumigation and disinfection. Mm -hmm. And that story is on myjournalline.com where the VRA says they've begun a disinfection and fumigation exercise in Mepe to mitigate the effects of flooding. Yeah. Their emergency preparedness coordinator, engineer Kwame Mensah, Oseda Kwa, emphasized the VRA's commitment to ensuring the safety and habitability of homes, public spaces, and the entire community following the floods. Let me they are also promising to provide uh, relief mm -hmm. items to every home yeah. or person affected by the flood disaster. Okay. I mean, clearly, on the ground, mm. people are not seeing the relief items. Yeah, okay. All right, let's Let come back to you. Let me take you to page six mm -hmm. of the Daily Guide, Ghanaians bid Gamanya farewell. Uh -huh. uh, that's also another story. And hundreds of Ghanaians and members of the international community, including diplomats on Saturday, joined the Ghana Traditional Council to bid a final farewell to the late Queen Mother of the Ga State, mm. Nadede Omaidru uh, III. The funeral, which was preceded by a series of Ghana Traditional Rites during the week, also saw the closure of shops and market centers in the CBD. Mm. The funeral was held early in the morning at the forecourt of the Gata Traditional Council. It was characterized by drumming and dancing, firing of musketry, as well as display of numerous performances with the Ga culture in full flight. Yeah. It was um, beautiful to witness mm. and also quite educative because there was yeah. a, a lot of, uh, on social media, a lot of conversations around yeah. Got history. You should get the you should, you, should, you should get a soft copy of the brochure. The brochure yeah. I think you should print it and keep it. Mm. it has, tells you everything. I, I, it's amazing. I've never seen. I mean, okay, I've seen some like that, but yeah, it's, you know, they, pretty comprehensive. they did it very well. Mm. Everything mm. is inside. Okay, oh. then we'll try and chase it down. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, let me take you to some other stories for this morning. You know, there has been this attack. Yes, in this um, Garu issue, yeah, but there are so right. many angles to the story. I'm not, I'm not really sure where the truth is okay. because the national security is basically saying their men were attacked, mm -hmm. and what the military did was to try and go and retrieve the guns that were used to attack their men. Yeah. But the MPs for the area are saying that military should be withdrawn from Garu because the attack injured some 50 people. So there are two angles: the military side and then the original report. Okay, so let me tell you about the military side. The turn of the um, Ghanaian Observer says this morning that in a in a demonstration of sweet and decisive action, Ghana security apparatus showcased its readiness and effectiveness in countering a menacing threat in Garu, situated in the Upper East region. 
This strategic response followed a distressing incident that transpired on Tuesday, October 24, 2023, when a group of irate youth armed with AK-47 rifles, machetes, and other weapons besieged a team of intelligence operators deployed by the Nas uh, Ministry of National Security for a critical counter-terrorism operation. Now, the situation rapidly escalated into a violent attack as the armed group opened fire on the officers who had uh, properly introduced themselves as security operators, compelling them to seek refuge within their vehicle and subsequently at the Garu police stations. Mm. Now, the assailants persistently pursued, encircling the station and intensifying their assault. The timely intervention by the Ghana Armed Forces became crucial, facilitating the safe evacuation of the imperiled national security. Well, the angle I have is Garu and Timpani MPs condemn alleged military assault on Garu residents. So that members of parliament for the two areas have condemned the alleged military assault on some residents of Garu in the Upper East region. Now, personnel from the armed forces assaulted residents of the town during a dawn raid on October 29, and one residents rumored to be a retaliation for an attack on some national security operatives that occurred on October 24. The MPs for the two constituencies, Albert Alazuga Akuka and Lydia Akamvariba Adakudugu, in a joint press statement, condemned the alleged actions of the military and demanded a thorough investigation into the matter to ensure that those responsible were held accountable for their actions. All right, take me to the GJ Awards. Information Minister is asking for uh, journalists to be protected. He's talking about safety of journalists and condemning attacks on same. Mm. EC Chair is also saying that the EC is not above criticism, but criticism should be done fairly. Mm. And then uh, Erastus Asaridonko emerges Journalist of the Year. Mm. He's a journalist with multimedia group, but very famous for the latest Galamse story. Mm -hmm. Remember the story that led to all the controversy? Indeed, that fueled into the Frimpong Whiting report. Mm. So let me read that story for you, Erasmus. Mm. Donko, journalist of multimedia group, has been adjudged the 2022 journalist of the year. Mr. Donko won the best reporter award in the legal mining category with his documentary, Distraction for Gold, before going on to win the ultimate prize. And then uh, Neta Abliana. Pasram, also with the multimedia group, emerged Komla Duma most promising journalist, whilst uh, somebody called Kolinisia Aifa, student of UCC, won the newly introduced Student Journalist of the Year Award. And then other categories include TV Journalist of the Year, which was won by Fred Duho of City TV. Now, Kojo Aponkruma, Minister of Information, said the reason for perpetration of attacks on journalists was that the culprits were not punished enough. He said his office would work with the relevant institutions such as the police and the judiciary to stop such acts. Mr. Ponkrama added that his ministry was developing a national plan of action to combat misinformation and disinformation. He also said the ministry would continue to build the capacity of journalists in their work to enhance media professionalism. Congratulations to all the award winners. Now let's take uh, our ourselves to politics. Uh, because uh, there's a story on the front page of uh, the Today newspaper that says Ajwa Safo suffers humiliation during visit to Domi Market. Mm. Now, Kojo Usu uh, Adomi writes that the Member of Parliament for the Domi Kwabenya constituency, Sarah Ajwa Safo, suffers huge humiliation from a section of uh, women during her visit to the Domi Market in her constituency in the Greater Accra region. Now, the MP who was absent from both Parliament and her constituency for over a year was met with a resounding chorus of disapproval mm -hmm. as she attempted to recount uh, or reconnect with her constituents. Now, in a viral video that has been circulating on social media, Ajwa Safo could be seen attempting to engage with market women by extending a friendly handshake. 
uh, on Thursday, October 26, 2023. However, her efforts were overshadowed by the sounds of disapproval, with the traders hooting, shouting, and clapping to express their discontent. Hmm. Well, let uh, me for the MP. Let me tell you also about the upcoming NPP. Oh, Presidential. Yes, some MPP stories. Yes. And uh, on page five mm. uh, of the paper, form, um, of the Herald newspaper, Forum of Parliament for Suhun mm. has revealed that the presidential aspirants of the NPP, Kennedy Ohine, Japan, mm. uh, was demanding $500 million worth of contracts annually from the vice president when he becomes president. Um, according to Mr. Payansa, uh, Kennedy wanted that assurance for the Bamiya come to step down from contesting. Hmm. Other newspapers are also reporting, for instance, the Daily Guide, that Bamiya is tipped to win by 80%. Hmm. Uh, you'll find that uh, story on page three. Um, a new poll by UK-based uh, research organization, Center for Sustainable African Initiatives, has predicted more than 80% win for Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Bamiya. Uh, so they are also All right. uh, now let me give you two stories on lithium so the, the, a lot of people are talking about the minister's claim that the lithium transaction is the best for Ghana mm. right I'll read that for you and I'll read you a different version where the Africa Center for Energy Policy is asking that we should manage a euphoria around the lithium uh, yeah so Samuel Abujina Minister for Lands and Natural Resources has described the Atlantic lithium transaction between the government of Ghana and Bavi DV as one of the best in Africa and beyond the minority in Parliament and some groups have raised concern about the mining lease granted to Barari DV and for the exploitation of lithium in the Iwoya concession they've called for the tabling of the agreement in Parliament for scrutiny uh, but the ministry or the minister assured that his ministry will participate in the procedures of parliament during the ratification process and he says government was committed to ensuring efficient effective and sustainable exploitation and management of the country's natural resources but the africa center for energy policy is urging government to manage the euphoria surrounding the recently hmm. initiated lithium project to avoid unrealistic expectations from Ghanaians. now the in an interview with Selam, i don't know on eyewitness news on friday Executive Director of Asset Bemboachi noted that although the mining lease for lithium was good news, as it involved an essential mineral with great prospects, the government needed to put into proper perspective what would be obtained from the lithium project so that Ghanaians do not overestimate its prospects. So that's uh, the story there for you. So I'll tell you about this TikTok and the flat. <laughs> so, so, Kinsley Ahim, a young TikToker, according to the Republic Press, uh -huh. known as You Changer. Mm -hmm. on social media has found himself in legal trouble after sharing a video of an interaction with a female police officer in Kaswa. Now the video which captured you change attempting to offer a flower to the officer uh, only to have it angrily swatted away <laughs> has caused a stir in the community and ignited a heated debate about the appropriateness of the officer's actions. Mm. Now following the video circulation, the Kaswa police wasted no time in arresting you change who, as of the time of going to press yesterday, was being held by the Kaswa police. You mean now, the, rest the police woman swatted the flower? Okay. Maybe she should have swatted him. Is it the way the woman chopped for the car in body way? He didn't look at Thank you very much, guys. Show the city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. A minute to seven city business news next brought to you by Gulp LC, your CIMG Hall of Famer and 2022 Petroleum Company of the Year. We've taken the lead again. We've opened a multi-modding liquefied petroleum auto gas service station. 
at a place close to you. Look out for our stations at Bremer Camp Girl Service Station in Accra, Pershing uh, Girl Service Station in Accra as well, Pedro Junction in Cape Coast in Pintin, in Takrade, and Kenton Crown in Kumasi. Girl will deliver the safest and affordable gas at your convenience. And Access Bank's Womenpreneur Pitcherton competition is back for season five. If you're a woman aged between 18 and 45, or you're a woman with a passion for agriculture, this is your chance to take your business to the next level. Be part of the fifth edition of the Access Women's Pitch Aton, where you could win your share of a hundred million, a one million CDs worth of prizes, including cash, business training, web design, and more. Go to Ghana.accessbankplc.com to register today, or call 0800-0040 toll free. And MTN is also proud to be associated with the news. It's time to get Momo for business and accept payment from over 15 million customers. Dial star 5051 hash. Follow the prompts or apply online at momomerchantapplication.com. Reporting in fraudulent charges using the Momo app available on the Play Store and the App Store. The news is also brought to you by Mutual. 10 years of greatness in Ghana. Here for a lifetime. Right, so this is this news with Neil Atilate. Good morning, Neil. Good morning, Bernard. Hello to you all there. This is the breakfast edition of CETA Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goyal Access Bank and Old Mutual. Coming up, government's 2024 budget to be heavy on prudent expenditure and effective tax collection for economic growth. More from Finance Minister shortly. Also, eight companies face prosecution for failing to deduct loan repayment of employees indebted to the Student Loan Trust Fund. Many thanks indeed for joining us. I am Neil Lati Lati. Details of our stories now. Finance Minister Ken Oferiata says the 2024 budget will highlight initiative geared towards sustaining government growth agenda. Ken Oferiata is expected to present the 2024 budget statement and economic policy to Parliament later in November as mandated by the Constitution. According to him, the budget will address concerns of prudent expenditure and effective tax collection. As I mentioned, we are already in the throes of what we call a growth agenda. Um, and so uh, we need to find uh, various incentives that would catalyze that type of growth. Um, the issue of taxes, you know, we have to manage and do more administrative to ensure that we are more efficient in the collections that we have. And so we are in very good shape uh, for that. Uh, we should continue to do what we are doing. Um, and really put more resources also uh, into the growth agenda um, that, that we have. The, you talked about um, how prudent government is going to be. I think you see it in the budget that we will announce. Um, and as I mentioned, I think we are all clear on the one language to keep uh, the macroeconomic stable um, so that inflation continues to go down and the currency uh, remain stable. Um, so that really is assurance uh, from government um, that that would happen. 
you had finance minister ken oforiata now aid business organizations are facing prosecution for failing to make loan repayments of their employees to the student loan trust fund these eight institutions are confirmed to have failed to deduct loan repayment from the salaries of employees who benefited from student loan and remit such payment to the fund. According to the Student Loan Trust Fund, the companies involved have been issued summons by the Financial Forensic Unit of the Ghana Police Service Criminal Investigations Department for refusing to respond to follow-ups for repayment. Here is a member of the Compliance and Enforcement Management Team of the fund, Enoch Asumedu Kranton, speaking to City Business News. For about almost two years, since June 2021, some of the letters went, and uh, because um, the employers are many, you know, going over them, going over them, so you realize that it extends. But um, actively, the past one year, we have been engaging them, and then they are not responding. And so once we set the law in motion, I mean, definitely it will come to a stop. And once it comes to a stop, these people are fined. If the court is able, uh, out of its way, give or provide some consequential orders for them to instruct them to pay or to comply. I mean, that's it. Enoch Asumedu Kranton is a member of the Compliance and Enforcement Management Team at the Student Loan Trust Fund. Moving on, over 8.1 million of the working population in the country will be living in abject poverty upon retirement due to their failure to enroll onto the Social Security and National Insurance Trust. Government has disclosed that this number out of the 9.9 million working force is not on any form of Social Security coverage. It is on the back of this that pensions analyst Mashoud Abdullah's urgent government to take urgent steps to leverage on its proposed adoption of digital technologies to step up effort to close the gap. He tells City Business News that this huge deficit is as a result of the lack of enforcement in Senate compliance strategy. The reported 8.1 million uncovered workers under the social security system is just an illustration of the gaps or the lack of effectiveness of the Senate compliance enforcement strategy. Trust me, most of these uncovered workers could be found in formal private establishments that are employing between 1 to 10 workers. What is more, the trust in the year 2023 has appeared to shift its focus to the self-employed enrollment program and that has gone to the disadvantage of workers in existing establishments. There is the need for a, a good balance said that efforts to cover one group does not affect the other. Generally, the social security extent of social security coverage is an important measure used to determine the efficiency of a national pension system. In particular, low coverage of workers under a public pension system may lead to widespread old age poverty. So therefore, the call by the Minister of Employment and Labor Relations to use technology to extend coverage to the masses is timely and in the right direction. You had pension analyst Mashoud Abdullah away from pensions and social security and do banking because the country's banking sector's performance in the first eight months of 2023 was robust despite some challenges in key financial indicators, particularly in access and solvency. The central bank has maintained that the balance sheet of banks remain healthy as total assets of the banking sector increased by 19.6% to 244.7 billion Ghana CDs as at August 2023, driven by significant growth in deposits. Here is more. 
Market watchers, including rating agency Fitch Solutions, anticipated that the domestic debt restructuring will significantly weaken capital levels and weigh on banks' profitability in 2023. However, in its September monetary policy report, the Bank of Ghana indicated that the sector remained sound with many commercial banks recording profits in the first eight months. The key financial soundness indicators posted a mixed performance but broadly remained within the regulatory and prudential benchmarks. The industry's capital adequacy ratio was above the revised regulatory minimum of 10% but declined in August 2023. Economist Dr. Edu Ousu Sarkodie affirms the resilience of the banking sector despite the aftershocks of the debt restructuring program on financial institutions. What the Bank of Ghana is saying is that even though the non-performing loan has increased, the return to assets and the other indicators are performing well. That's why the overall effect on profitability is high. And so it's a good sign. And I was saying that I I was surprised because I was thinking that a debt SM program would have an adverse impact on the profitability of the, of the bank. But it's good news to see that uh, there's a positive impact, something good is happening in the banking sector. What we want is that uh, we want the banking sector to serve as a catalyst for increase in production to fuel economic activity in the country. So it's good that the banks are growing strongly and robustly, and it's good for the health of the economy. We just hope that this will give a, a strong signal uh, for the investment in the real sector. We want the banks to be involved in the activities in the real sector, like a great, like real, like, uh, you know, any other things that will benefit all Ghanaians. So it's good news for the country. City Business News' Emmanuel upon with that report. What a better time to check out the performance of the city this morning. Take you to the Interbank Foreign Exchange Market, where banks trade amongst themselves. The dollar remained unchanged, still selling at 11 CDs, 47 pesos. The British pound gained 3 pesos and is selling at 13 CDs, 93 pesos. The euro gained 6 pesos, selling at 12 CDs, 15 pesos. However, as some forex bills in the capital, the dollar is selling at 11 CDs, 90 pesos, while the British pound could be sold to you at 14 CDs, 80 pesos, that of the euro going for 12 CDs, 70 pesos. Now, there has been a significant reduction in the importation of second-hand vehicles due to high import duties. Dealers of such cars are also blaming the situation on the fall in the value of the city. They are therefore appealing for immediate government intervention to avert the collapse of their businesses. There is more in the following report. Ghana's automotive industry has for a long time been largely dependent on imported second-hand vehicles due to its relative affordability. However, the sector, according to stakeholders such as the Vehicle and Asset Dealers Union of Ghana, FADOC, is witnessing a nosedive, a situation they blame on high import duties and recent economic challenges. They are thus urging the government to reduce import duties on used vehicles to aid their business to bounce back. General Secretary of the Vehicle and Asset Dealers Union of Ghana, Clifford Ansu has been speaking with City Business News. As regarding the importation of second-hand vehicles these days have drastically gone down because of the duty. People are facing so many challenges in paying their duties. And as a result, the importation has gone down. Coming to, you know, the patronage also. The customers also find it very difficult, you know, to make up the money. But before, it was not like that. Maybe you came last year, for example, somebody came last year to buy uh, Toyota Yaris. At that time, when he came, the price was not even more than 45000 Today, the duty alone is 
Meanwhile, Vadok has also called on government to address the intermittent depreciation of the Ghana city against major trading currency. It depreciates. It automatically also affects your business. You change the dollar here and go and buy your goods from outside, your car from outside. When we come in, the dollar has gone so the city has gone so bad. So after the sales, if you want to go and change, there's no way that you get the amount that you even expect. At the end of the day, you are running the business at loss. Daniel Sakite's report read to you by Rome Obubisa Coleman. Let's now join Mark Jordan Sikarnati of Data Bank for the latest updates on the stock market. The stock market posted mixed performance last week as price decline in MTN outweighed gains in Ekuban Ghana and Benzoa Farm Plantation, reflecting a decrease in the GSE Composite Index while the Data Bank Stock Index advanced. The Composite Index retreated it year to date to 10 to 27.9%, whereas the Data Bank Stock Index improved it year to date to 10 to 21.44%. With a robust trading activity, investors sectioned 3.9 million shares, valued at 5.4 million Ghana cities across 23 counters, with MTN dominating market activity. With tip strong investor demand to sustain the upward trend in the share price of Ecobank Ghana this week. You heard Mark Jordan Sikanati of Data Bank with the latest update on the stock market. And in the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle Access Bank and Old Mutual. My name is Nilati Lati. Do have a good business day. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Kickoff is next brought to you by Lesheho in partnership with Petra. We have great news for all Petra Tier 3 scheme members. If you need a loan for immediate expense like school fees, rent, project completion, or urgent financial challenges, safeguard your investment by taking a pension back loan at an incredibly low interest rate. With a convenient application process and flexible terms of payment, you're on your way to achieving your dreams. Call 0577-699-923. Learn more about easy loans or visit loans.petraonline.com. Remember, it's not just a loan, it's your dream and your future. Let's share who lets improve life. And if you own a car, there's only one sound you fall in love with every time. It's the sound of a healthy engine. That's why Shell Fuels with Dynaflex Tech are designed to keep your engine clean and protected. For efficient running and a healthy engine, it sounds like music to your ears. Visit your favorite Shell station today and get fuels from Shell. Because every car loves Shell. Fuels for better journeys. Kickoff is next, and this time it's Nathan Kwawa in the hot seat. Very <laughs> odd to see you in the kickoff seat. Yes, today. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. You know, it's the team happen. has been reshuffled. Things happen. You know, emergencies <laughs> happen, so you have to. Step it's been reshuffled like the man you back like. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear Lord, Manchester <laughs> is certainly blue for now until the foreseeable future one of our biggest stories for the morning plus in Swatraman go top of the bet power premier league surprise surprise and jude bellingham is the man as real madrid win the classical on saturday
Let's start off with the Bet Power Ghana Premier League. And it was a surprising weekend as Insuatraman moved to the top of the Bet Power League table after recording a 1 0 win at Brecombe Chelsea yesterday. Eric Osebunsu's first half goal was the difference and it helped Insuatraman move up to 13 points. But chasing them is Adriana Stars. They got up to 12 points after beating Real Tamale United 3 1 away from home. It's Adriana's second away win of the season and they needed to do it the hard way. Abdul Shakun Idrisu put RTU in the lead, but Adriana Stars fought back through goals from Emmanuel Jemfi and Isaac Minta. In other results, Midiama they beat Samatex by a goal to nil. Kotoko drew one on with Bechem and Hearts of Oak. They found a late equalizer, a late equalizer. Um, to draw 1-1 at BBNE against Gold Stars. Let's hear from some of the protagonists from over the weekend. First, we hear from Bismarck Kobimensa, who's Bechem United head coach, and then we'll hear from Asante Kotoko head coach, Dr. Prosper Nate Ogum. A bit disappointed. I think that we have been denied a very precious three points from a bad decision from the linesman, line two. But at the end of the day, it's part of the game. I think that we were a bit bad in the first 20, 25 minutes. Our approach in the first half, first 25 minutes was bad. I think it didn't work. We gave them too many spaces. We also came with a certain um, purpose or uh, approach. It didn't work, so I quickly changed it. I think it worked from there. From there, we took over, over the game. I think in the second half, we came out with the same approach, tactical approach. And I think we were a far better team, created more chances, and also denied a very precious goal. Coach, consecutive draws for your teams against Nations FC and Betem United here. What, what do you say about the perform, performance of your team? Yeah, I think we played well in the first half. We created a lot of chances, uh, which uh, we should have ended the game in the first half. But we didn't take our chances. They came back in the second half, got a goal, and that changed the complexity of the game. But I'm okay. Prosper Nate Ogum, who is Asante Kotoko head coach. Before him, you heard Besma Kobi Mensa, head coach of Bechim United. Let's hear from Hearts of Oak head coach Martin Koopman. has drew 1 1 at BBNE Gold Stars. It was the second time this season they were scoring. So in that game, they scored one. And in total, that was their second goal of the season. So six or seven games played for Hearts of Oak. They've only scored two. But let's hear from their head coach Martin Koopman, who seemed very happy with his size performance on the day. That's fantastic, so I'm very happy about that because now we are a long period in training session. We show everything what we need in the game and today you saw uh, the players are very motivated, sharp in everything in one against one. Uh, we come into the box, uh, only uh, yeah, we, we want to win, but uh, a 1-1 here uh, in this moment, is, it's okay. Heart of Oak head coach Martin Koopman. Um, speaking there. So like I said, uh, in Suatraman, they are top of the Premier League table. Adriana Stars are second as we speak. And you have teams like Great Olympics, they are third, but Fakatano are fourth, Legon Cities are fifth. Hearts of Oak, Accra Lions and Nations FC occupy the bottom three positions. Let's get to England and let's get a feel of what happened over the weekend, including the demolition at Old Trafford that Manchester City handed to Man United. Here's Rodri, wants to shoot! Good save by Onana, it's come to Haaland, and it'll be a tap-in for Phil Foden, and that'll do the job for Manchester City. Oh. As Arsenal come forward to Eddie Nketiah, who pulls the trigger with his right foot and finds the left-hand corner. It's a hat-trick for Eddie Nketiah. Matson back in in Burmo, and surely Mope will score, because the goalkeeper is nowhere. It's Neil Mope, can the keeper get back at him? No, and Burmo puts it into the empty net. And Brentford 
seal their third successive victory over Chelsea. Sobberslai first time, looking for the run of Salah. Keeper's got it all wrong. It goes over Turner's head and Salah into the empty net. Sweeps Liverpool into a 3-0 lead. The high points from over the weekend. But let's start off with the biggest game. It was Manchester United 3, Manchester City. Manchester United 0. How can this go 3? No, they couldn't. Manchester United 0, Manchester City 3. Erling Haaland scored twice. Phil Foden scored the other. Let's hear from Erling Haaland and then Bernardo Silva. Yeah, amazing. Uh, fantastic win. And uh, yeah, the game was incredible today. The whole team and, uh, and everything. And especially this guy as well. Impressive today. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I told you before the interview, you impressed Gary Neville, you've impressed Erling Haaland as well, obviously. Yeah, it was a good game for us, I think. Um, apart from a few simple balls that we lost, we didn't give them much to, to counter and the way we controlled the game, especially beginning of the first 30 minutes of the second half, I think we were really good. And the way we pressed, what we lacked against Arsenal, in my opinion, today we were fabulous and so happy because it's not easy to play here at Old Trafford. And uh, congratulations to the big man as well for the two goals and the assist. Manchester City duo of Bernardo Silva and Erling Haaland speaking. Another result, Arsenal thumped Sheffield United by five goals to nil. Um, Edin Ketia, the man of the moment, he scored a hat-trick. Liverpool beat Nottingham Forest by three goals to zero. Chelsea, they lost at home to Brentford by two goals to zero. And Mauricio Pochettino, Chelsea manager, complained that his team was not clinical enough on the day. No, I really frustrated. Uh, the frustration is so massive. It's massive. I'm disappointed also because I've seen... When the, you play really well, like uh, we play in the first half, and you know, on the end it's uh, nil-nil. It's tough, you know, to, to start the second half. I think, uh, yes, very disappointed because uh, we were not on the second half as a clinical, and and then we, you know, we were didn't show our maturity like a team, and we concede in the way that we cannot concede the goal. Chelsea manager Mauricio Pochettino speaking. Let's get to Spain and Jude Bellingham was the man for Real Madrid as they came from a goal down to beat um, classical rivals uh, Barcelona. Ilkay uh, Gundogan had given Barca a 1-0 lead but Bellingham responded with an absolutely brilliant effort and a late winner to give Real Madrid all three points and to give himself his first um, taste of the classical and he ended that on a winning note. In Germany, it was more fun for Bayern Munich as they beat Darmstadt by eight goals to nil. Harry Kane Jamal Musiala, Thomas Mola and Leroy Sané got the goals and in some boxing quickly before we leave Tyson Fury, WBC heavyweight champion he got a controversial split decision over former UFC fighter Francis Ngannou, now Ngannou floored Fury in the third round but over the distance Tyson Fury did enough to win 95-94 96-93 and 95-94, two of the judges going in favour of Fury there, Fury's belt was not on the line but Francis Ngannou has made a good impression of himself we wait to see how he'll fare uh, now that he's decided to go after boxing now that he's uh, thrown his gloves down in terms of ufc and that's our kickoff for this morning probably brought to us by shell and lechego there's more sports on citysportsonline.com we have more sports news for you in our subsequent bullets my name is nathan call many many thanks for listening and do have a fantastic this is the city breakfast show the city's biggest conversation The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Well, my friends, the time has come. Raise the roof and have some fun.
All night long. And you can shine your eye because cooking has been made more fun and enjoyable with the Onga Shine Your Eye promo. To enter the promo and enjoy all the goodies, put together 25 wrappers of Onga shrimp tablets and add five promo wrappers of either chicken, beef, or stew tablets. Submit them to any of our redemptive centers and you instantly win a gift. You can win up to 100,000 city cash. You can win TVs, washing machines, deep freezers, and more. This promo starts Monday, October 16, and is on until December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Are you traveling from Accra to Lagos or from Lagos to Accra, and you need a reliable airline to take you to the destination? Then fly with Ibom Air. Flying twice daily directly from Accra to Lagos and Lagos to Accra, Ibom Air assures you of a unique travel experience and unrivaled customer service on board all its flights. Book your Ibom Air ticket with ibomair.com and pay for your ticket via Zenith Bank's Ghana's point of sale terminal at Ibom Air's ticketing office. 
for an unforgettable travel experience, choose Ibom Air. Call 0202 325 or 0303 957033 or visit ibomair.com for more information. Zenith Bank in your best interest. The master of mortgages, Republic Bank, has gone even lower, offering you ultra-low interest rates on all its CD mortgage products. If you're planning to own, build, or improve your home, now is the time. Take advantage of this window of opportunity. Call our mortgage hub on 054-010-9901. Send us an email on myhome at republicghana.com. Offer valid to 31st January 2024. Terms and conditions apply, Republic Bank. We are the one for you. And sometimes buying your car insurance isn't the problem. Problem comes when you forget to renew it and get into trouble with the police or into an accident. Instant car insurance is now on Haptel. Get your instant car insurance ticket at any time with no stress. Go to haptel.com forward slash app. Install your Haptel app and set a reminder to renew your car insurance today. Well, the Zectech Monday later this morning. Uh, Nathan, what do we have this morning? Well, today we are talking about digital tools that empower teachers and learners. Mm. Very, very important. Teachers and learners. They are focused this morning on a Tech Monday. That's at 9 o'clock. At nine it's nine brought o'clock. to you by City FM and the Meltwater Entrepreneurial School of Technology. Of course, it's a MasterCard Foundation program. Get the best returns on your investment with the Ivest Fixed Deposit Account at Easeway this October. Invest in the smart fixed-term investment account that requires a minimum of 5,000 cities over a period of three months. Increase your earnings. Invest over a maximum period of 12 months. Open an Ivest account with Easeway today and invest your way to financial freedom. Make your October count. Call Easeway Savings and Loans on 0500-144144 or visit easeway.com.gh for more information. Easeway Savings and Loans, your trusted financial solutions partner. A few happy birthday greetings coming through on the show this morning. Happy birthday to my lovely wife, Mrs. Angela Usa Samoa, a.k.a. Board Chair, CEO of Platino Company and of Victory Presby Church Adenta. From Derek and the kids, Kojo Ifua and Akosia. We love and appreciate you, Mrs. Angela Ousu Asamoa. Happy birthday to Peter Kukuruko and Michael Tago of DC Fraternity Dansuman. This is from Ascona. From Ebenezer Down Dan Soman. And to my daughter Donatella Na Ache. She turned four on Saturday. My prayer for her is that it's in the story of creation on the fourth day. The Lord brought into existence our sun, the moon, and the stars. Their purpose was not only to give off light, but also to divide the day from the night. They were also made to be a type of signal. That will mark off the days, years, and seasons of which they are for. May she bring light to people in their darkness and may she separate people from all their troubles. So this is to you, Donatella Naache. You are four years old on Saturday. And to Professor J. Achuai, 
You've been a bulwark and a catalyst over the years to many. You do not only enrich our lives, you walk the talk. As you celebrate this day, we wish you many more years in good health. May the Lord sustain you in all you do for the many across the world. From Mrs. Doris Ayi, from Ayite, Ama, and Ayele, and from Dr. Nuokbo Gapson and Mrs. Eva Ayi, and your grandchildren, Alisa, Audrey, Hepsiba, and Hananiah. Happy birthday to my love, Michael Romeo Ajakle. I thank God for how far he's brought you. May you continue to light your path and be a blessing to us and entire family. We love you dearly from the children, Edem, Edina, Aram, Goldie, Shimani, and Antina. And we're not done. Another one coming in to Selikem Avle. Coming in from your dad and your mom. Happy birthday to you. You're 18 years old today. Enjoy all the blessings that today has to offer. Selikem, you are a student of American International School, grade 12. Happy 18th birthday to you. Yeah. Um, today's my aunt's birthday. She turns 60 today. All right. And uh, my mom actually sent me this message. So I'll read it as I see it. It says, happy birthday to Auntie Jemai Manati, CEO of Happy Kids Schools, mm. Ghana. Welcome to the sixth floor of life. Welcome to the Senior Citizens Club. Uh, the message is coming from the clan, from her siblings, Zoko, T. Michael, and my mom, Mama Teko. So, Auntie Jemai, happy, happy birthday to you from myself, from my brothers, from Gina, from everybody. And from the students of Happy, happy Kids. Kids. Yes. Today, their madam is 60. Wonderful. <laughs> okay, and then, then a couple more. A very blessed birthday to Wilfreda. So many live long and prosper from Doris. Happy 12th birthday wishes to our daughter, Enam Vignon Agbuja of Beacon International School, Pijase. We love you so much. Enam, from your dad, Kafui, Mom, Nyueto, and brothers, Chrissy and Yunya. And then, uh, happy birthday to my love, Michael Romeo Azake. Mm. I thank God. Okay, that one has come through. Uh, All right. I lost a couple of things bother me. Talk Just, to me. I want to touch on a couple of things with you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one of them, of course, the beautiful gas ceremony mm-hmm. we saw over the weekend. Mm. Um, and learning so much from that. I'll get to that in a bit. But just give me three minutes. You know, I've been talking to you about... You, when you brought up the Joe Debra Shamu thing. Yes. You know, and you know I've been complaining about the infrastructure that we don't have. Mm-hmm. And yeah. how it is hampering the development of people like that. Because you, you spoke about creating... Creating stars. Stars that we can that all... we, Yes. And, you know, the thing about Shamu and uh, Joe that mm-hmm. made them so great... Mm-hmm. They were urban legends. What do you mean? There was almost a mythological approach (laughs) because it came from the grassroots. Mm. Shamu and his powder and the stories that came Mm. with it. Mm. Afriki Joe and Mm. all the things that came with it. Mm. It wasn't just journalist or newspaper or radio at the time Mm -hmm. that put them there. Mm. But it was the communities that they came from. Mm. You understand? Shamu was a community. Yes. He was owned by the people. He was... you know, they saw him play. They saw him do gata to gata. They saw yes, him do all the things. Everything, you know. So your point is what that that local community engagement. There's, there's there's a shift. You see, and that is what we are seeing up to the national level. Mm. I'll tell you what's happening. Mm. So, 
I've been complaining about the astrotiffs mm-hmm. and where they are. Mm-hmm. So this weekend, for instance, mm-hmm. football that matters most, grassroots football, mm-hmm. Division 3, Division 2. Division 2 is starting this weekend. Mm-hmm. So in my constituency, for instance, or in my area, mm-hmm. there are four teams, mm-hmm. Suman teams. Mm-hmm. Now they play, they're supposed to play in a community park. Mm-hmm. We don't have one. In the whole in of Nansuman? No, because... The football association will tell you that the pit, the park that they play on, mm. their live park, is a Sakura park. So you <laughs> can't play there. So go and play on Astro. Now, these teams who already broke, whatever, now have to pick buses mm-hmm. to go and play at Audome. That's the closest Astro. That's the closest Can they Astro. play at uh, Carl Randolph? No. Why? Because it's uh, natural grass and the community, and nobody has spent money to fix Carl Randolph for Car- uh, Liberty. Can the teams in Nansoman come together? Yeah, or can, is Karidov property, private property? It's mixed, yes. It's mixed. Mm, because, so they have to go all the way to Abubele to play on an yes, Astro Tef. And these are cold, these are grassroots teams. These are grassroots. So the point is, if Nansoman professionals, there's a mm. team called Nansoman professionals, mm. play their home games at Awudome. Charlie. Where are they? Where's the local support? Where's the local support? Are they going to walk from Nansoman to Awudome is in Kanishi? <laughs> now, you have the teams from Labadi. Mm. Some going to play at Aquinas Charlie, inside the school. It's far. What are they doing there? Mm. Mm. You understand? So you, you now see the shift that is happening. So there's a team from. Uh, it, it just doesn't help mm. the local economies mm. because mm. when that's why professionals play at life, people sell water. Yeah. People do whatever it is. At least you can see there's a you vibrant can see thing. There's a vibrant it. Now, these people have to go there. So Who is even going to watch at Audome? At Audome, exactly. Who is going to watch the football at Audome from Dansoma? When I could just open my back door, peep through the window and see the people on the park and then just go. So, so what would it take to fix their life back, as an example? No, it's not even... For, because I still think that every community has at least one or two Sakura parks. I went to Madina recently and uh, the number one park is still there. Yes. That park was the park that most football happens. So if you go mm-hmm. to Madina, number one park is where the number one school is. And <coughs> most of the big games, in fact, those is when Hasufo comes to town, they'll come and play at the number one park. So maybe, I think apart from this AstroTurf thing, if we can identify sites where there are parks, the traditional parks, because I know the Kekele Park is now, I don't know whether they've taken over. Some of the parks have been taken over by all kinds of things. But if they can identify one park that can be properly grasped mm-hmm. and properly manicured, Mm-hmm. For real football to take place, exactly. I think that's what we should be doing. Exactly, which is what we've all we've been asking for. Exactly. You see, so that the commu- the teams from the communities stay within the communities and grow, mm. where these stars can develop and be picked up. You understand? Rather than now, Dansuman team going to play in Labadi, Dansuman team going to play here, Labadi team going to play in Cantonments, all over the. But, but the other question I wanted to ask was, you see, and I'm, let me link it. So you see how the Gamanya's funeral, mm-hmm. the committee did an excellent job with the history. Oh, yes. Because one of the things we lack in this country is the right sense of history. So, for example, Joe Debra is dead. Mm-hmm. You'd have expected that, or you expect that the matches they will play this coming weekend, because he died on 27th, mm-hmm. which is Friday. Mm-hmm. You expect that the games that will play this midweek or this mm-hmm. week, there should be black armbands, there's a sense of there should peace. be there should be <clears throat> there should be some celebration of Joe Debra. Mm-hmm. There should be some acknowledgement. The English do it very well mm. with their league. I really hope the FA does something for Robert Shen and Joe Debra because Robert Shen 
The reason I'm saying Robertson died, I think, a week ago. Yes. And I don't think this weekend it was even mentioned in the games. But I mean, Robertson was a proper footballer. Yes. You know, and Nathan, maybe your time you were a bit younger, but for anybody who's my <laughs> age, anybody who was yeah, alive, who if you were born at least in the early eighties and yes. in the nineties, you were conscious of football. Yeah. Robertson was a great footballer. Yeah. You know, and he's died, and there's been not a whimper. You know, and it's because the history is not being told properly. So I want to commend the, the funeral committee of the Ga state for taking the trouble. And Nathan, you should read this. You know, you are a guy. Your, your grandfather's name is there. In, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In the list of... Me, there's, a, there's a part on education. There's a part on pioneers. So your grandfather was an education pioneer. So don't even talk about chief of staff. Oh, yeah. His pioneering work at Katasco yeah. is listed there. You know? So, I really think there should be a deliberate... And let me just read the Robertation story before we get into our our uh, relief effort, which Kai has been pioneering. Uh, he's gone to... He went to the region this week with some very, very good stories. So, this was last... Uh, this story came on October the 23rd. Former Ghanaian international Robertation has been confirmed dead. The ex-player's unfortunate demise was confirmed on Monday, 23rd October. He died having experienced the heart attack while driving to work on Monday. Now, Ebo Electric, Electric. as he was affectionately called by fans, was born 17 December 1974 and died age 48 in London. Known for his nimble footwork and remarkable skills, he burst onto the football scene when he signed for Asante Kotoko while he was still a student at T.I. Hamadia Senior High School in Kumasi. His exceptional talent quickly earned him a place in the heart of football fans in Ghana. He scores lots of goals at Asante Kotoko, with one of the key being the final of the 1990 FA Cup. He was a member of the Kotoko Cup African Cup Championship squad. He made significant impact at Asante Kotoko, scoring numerous goals for the club. One of the most remarkable moments was his crucial goal in the final of the 1990 FA Cup. He was also a valuable member of the Kotoko squad during the African Cup of Nations. African Cup Championship. Eshen's dazzling performance did not go unnoticed by European clubs who were also keen on signing the young sensation after his outstanding display for Ghana during the under-21 Afcon qualifiers in Egypt. He eventually made the move to Europe where he played for clubs in Belgium and Turkey including Tenhout, Thielen, Lommel and Dessel. After his European adventure, Eshen went to Asia where he concluded his career playing for Malaysia side Sarawak. And throughout his active football, yes, he sends extraordinary dribbling skills, left opponents and fans alike in awe. So my question is, so for example, is there is Robert Eshen in the Ghana Football Hall of Fame? Which one? Is there is there um, a, a football museum with the exploits of people like Robert Eshen? And I'm asking this because, you see, there's no way you can motivate a young man to play for his country and die for his country if the country itself does not have a system of rewarding and immortalizing these guys, all right. So he wasn't necessarily the best player of his generation, but he was a really good player. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if there's a record of how many goals he scored. <laughs> I don't know if there are photos of Robert Eshen, <laughs> apart from uh, uh Akus book, mm -hmm. which outlines the record from the 50s to the like early 90s. There isn't anything, okay. So football is not just, and when you say we are promoting foreign leagues, sometimes it's because we don't even have the information we haven't. We haven't created a system to 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 celebrate these guys. So Joe Debra is gone. So what are Joe Debra's best goals? How many goals did he score? 
how did he compare with Shamukwe? What was the 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 the, the extent of their rivalry? What were his low moments? What is his record? We need those things. Yeah. All right. I'm sure there are lots of kids who have no idea who Joe Debra is. And we the guys in the media, some of the guys and I which is why I keep going back to the, the, the guard thing. You know, somebody has to take responsibility to right that wrong. Somebody has to take responsibility to say, look, there's so much rich history in Ghana football and we have to create a proper Hall of Fame. In fact, there should be a TV show on Football Hall of Famers. The champions who, who made our day, Abladekuma, even Ghanaian players who didn't travel abroad, some <coughs> of who set our league, leagues alight. Apart from Robert Mensah, the goalkeeper we all talk about. All right? There's no, there isn't a lot. And if you between you and I, when we start mentioning some of the players who we saw in the, the 90s, there's nothing. Even our current team, uh, the, the coach of one of the teams is Frimpo Manso. Yeah. People don't know what Frimpo Manso did. Emmanuel Ama, Emmanuel Ampia. Okay, these are players in my day. They were the players. So unless somebody is telling you the stories, you know, nobody will actually... Safu Jemfi, Thomas Boachi, Franka Mankwa, Frimpo Manso, Michael Osei. Um, then the, the, the heart Oyi, Aite Dormon. In fact, there was another Dormon. Before Aite Dormon. Then there was, um, what's the name? No, there's just a lot of places. Ezekiel like, Alamu. <laughs> oh, players. Oh, and this is I saw, not like Tony Tieku, Osman Amadou. Samsupe also passed away last oh. week, actually. Former House of goalkeeper, Samsupe. Mm. Some of them will tell you Nothing. perhaps their greatest ever goalkeeper. Nothing. You know, so. It's, it's, it's not good. We see, when we do that, we denigrate. See, look, we are watching the league, but we shouting. Everybody's clapping. A lot of the players don't even know who the hell will be chatting is, but at least they put his picture there. And my kids are watching on TV. All right, but we have our players and we are not doing anything for them. I think GFA needs to think about GFA needs to think about setting the history right, starting some sort of system to reward Ghanaian players. Honestly, Godfrey, honestly. No, it's finding a system to keeping the history of the game alive properly mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. but that also there's also a personal responsibility on the clubs then mm-hmm. as well because mm-hmm. nobody can tell the story of Joe Debra better than Kotoko mm-hmm. yeah because that is where he spent most of his best days. so nobody who is, can tell who the, is the Kotoko historian that would be Kembediaku Kembediaku is the Ghana football historian no but Kembediaku is Kotoko so Kotoko. so why should have they commissioned him to do the work I don't know maybe they should you know, Perhaps. a club of the stature of Kotoko, a club of the stature of Hearts, like when I go to Hearts, and I hope the new thing they are building will have, will have that, because when you go to Hearts <coughs> Secretariat, there should be a room with pictures. There should be a place where there's history. There should be a place where the video recordings are playing. The Kwame Kwame Museum is not just for... We should do things like this. Yes, so if a Hearts, if I take my kids and say, okay, you support Hearts of Folk, why do you support Hearts of Folk? Then you say, okay, this is the league we won in this year. This is the way we won Africa Cup. This is what we did against Club African. This is how we beat Esperance. Then they can That's how you build. That's how you build it, because then our kids will have no history. Yeah. All they will have is Man U and Liverpool and Chelsea. And you don't want that. <laughs> you know, you don't well, want that's what that. They have at the so I want to urge Togwe Apede for the hard side. I want to urge the people in Kotoko that's and the teams it. to find a way 
of making us proud of the team beyond just has got a no, game. Even, even, even our own Olympics. Olympics has fantastic. Ah, yeah, great. The, oh. the, the history of Accra Great Olympics it's is so unique. And the people but who's telling the story? Well, it's a good question. The people behind Olympics now yes. include some very good historians, including yeah, our former should, our former sports minister. They should, he should get to work. Who, who gave us <laughs> he's that man is a walking history of Ghana boxing. He should give right. us a walking history a of former, Olympics too. A former minister of sports. I, I think you are right. He needs to do something about Olympics history because yes. you know a lot of kids don't know why Olympics generates the level of fancy generates. Yeah. Yes. They call them the why would they call them the Wonder Club? Yeah. Why Olympics and has don't get along why at all? Don't get along. You know, and why they call them Wonder? They call them, in my day they call them Wonder Club because they will always find a way. So Olympics will be going two 0 down. They will find a way of coming back. Even when they went to Africa, they will always find a way to come back. And there are some really good players. Olympics are some very skillful players. You know. Before Gapo had came, Olympics was a very good team, which produced some very local stars. Don't forget that Olympics was the original Accra team. Yep. Do you get it? A lot of people don't even know this. Yeah. You know, and then for some communities which had teams that have disappeared, like soccer missionaries, Asimfus, who happened to that team? You know. We need. We need. We need. We really Ebusunya need. Dwarfs. Yes. Now. And some brubatless the, the the two Takradi teams, second D Takradi, that was wise, eleven wise, uh, second D eleven wise, and Hazakes. <coughs> mm -hmm. All right, Hovoradep, Mausi Dake. Yes. All right. Now, yeah, Adam is the official history. There was a team. There was a team. RTU. Adam was a good one. The difference between, for many years as a child, you know, the difference between Bofakwatano and BA United. United. BA United was always Sunyani. And because they were sharing the Sunyani Park, I didn't know that uh, Bofakwa was actually from Tano. Okay. Then there was a Jandu Park. Second mm. Jandu Park. Then there was a team in Kumasi called Kumapim. Yes. There was a team called Kumapim. For a long time, they did very well. And then there was New Plant Stars. So there was Cornerstone, there was Kumapim, and there was New Plant Stars. All of this history is gone. I really want to urge Kurt and his team as well. So you are saying the clubs must take responsibility. The clubs must take responsibility. The FA must take responsibility. But also, more importantly, keep the communities engaged. And at the moment, like I was, the, the, my initial point that led us to having this conversation, mm -hmm. I understand the, the FA has, the FA wants football to be played on good pitches. Mm -hmm. I cannot take that away from mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, Division 2 and Division 3 football is community football. Yes. Keep the football in the community. Now, they yeah. are saying that the pitches are not good. Mm. Why are the pitches not good? Mm. So the players have to go and play on Astro, which you've already indicated mm -hmm. are not the best anyway. Mm. And two, most of the Astros are not standard size. Mm. They look nice, but they are not standard size. Mm. But we make do mm. with them. Mm. So I'm urging the greater careful Qatar chairman Samuel Abu Abriyam. Mm. <clears throat> I know you want the football to look good, but rather let us put pressure on the municipal authorities, the district authorities mm. to clean up some of the sakura pitches why Aloski, imagine that indafa park today mm. Mm. does not host division two games is there grass on it it does not need it it needs grass no you, who are going to who's going to maintain the grass the kolebu are teaching us we want to sell the land they tried to sell the land three times <laughs> the hospital itself has tried to sell the land three times it's in terrible. the past two years it's terrible one into a funeral home but who belongs one who, into who, a mall who, 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 who owns the land is the Kolebu teaching hospital property? Isn't there a way the community can buy it off them? We don't know. Maybe the assembly can say, because in Nafa Park has so much history, let's put grass on it, let's create a mini stadium there, and let's let's pay off Kolebu for but it. That, but that is what the municipality is for. Yes. Because they would understand that. Because if Kolebu 
owns the land, but then the municipality can come to an arrangement with Kolebu yeah. and say, look, in the far park, there's, there's, too, there's much too much history on in the far park for you to turn it into a funeral home. It's terrible. So, we are coming to an agreement. We are grassing it. We will put a fence around it. Mm. Still, games can be played here mm. and keep it inside. You know, mm. but they, they really, really need to keep the community teams within the communities. Otherwise, what they are doing is they are doing the same things that they've done to the professional teams, mm. to the community teams. In two or three years, those community teams will not exist as businesses mm. because the Asuman team playing at Awudome, Awudome team playing at Adenta, <laughs> Apenkwa team playing at Labadi. That's the easiest way to destroy it. Well, a few names before we go. So, Robert Eshen was a boy electric. Thomas Bachi was called the Zion Train. And Joe Debra was called Afriki Joe. Safu Jemfi was known as the Black President. The black president. And the listener <laughs> says, this is what made me support Kotoko. Meanwhile, Kumapin produced Yaosechi and Abedituga. Abedituga. Two players I like. There was a guy called Abdul Mijima. Yes. And, and Alaji Bello. Bello. Abdul Mijima. <laughs> and then there was a very tough defender called Kalilu Dramani. Oh, yeah. Do you know why you know these Kalilu Dramani. I'll tell yeah. you why. Outside of just your natural love. Back then, most of these people Bro. were on Ghana television. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Sports are like no longer sports, on Ghana television. So there was time. sports are like sporting times. There was sports beat. And there was sporting times. And, and then go. the newspapers. Indeed, were, in fact, I'll tell you something. There was also, there was also club newspapers. Yes. So people called Kotoko sponsor. For a long time, Kotoko was sponsored by a battery company called Exide. So I remember that you buy Kotoko sponsor. My brother liked Kotoko a lot. And they were actually club papers, which people used to... to so, Charlie, so much, so much has happened, guys. Anyway, so it's uh, 801. We'll bring you second to media. Trends, uh, Richard Sky and Fred Duho and a team of journalists went to the Volta areas with the view, Kalekuda as well, to, with a view to find out what was going on there. They came through with a report. Our relief effort enters with three... As the building projects commence, but technical media trends is next. Do you know that FBN Bank is rewarding its customers in the Achi deposit and win promo from now till March next year? To participate in the Achi promo, you must be a customer of the bank, make a deposit of 500 CDs into your current or savings account. This earns you an attractive 5% interest rate per annum by moving the account into a call account. Keep and grow your deposit over the promo period and stand a chance of winning smart TVs, deep freezers, air conditioners, and more. Call 0596921921 or visit any FDM branch now. FBN You First. An amazing news Vodafone Cash Special Bundles just got sweeter with a new Vodafone Cash Special Voice Offer. With only five CDs, you get 200 minutes of talk time valued for seven days to all networks. Make calls to all networks all week long as at the best value on Vodafone Cast Special Voice Offer. Talk for 200 minutes with five CDs only. Dial star 110 has to achieve or to buy your bundle. So the time for the segment with Nathan. Yep, yep, yep. Let's get into um, the trends. And you have uh, Kennedy Ajipo is trending. The MPP will go to the polls in a few days. And so Kennedy Ajipo is trending. There are several stories of him in the newspapers and all of that. He says he will be a good candidate to take on John Mahama should he get elected. To other things that is uh, that are trending, Erastus Asari Donko is trending. Yeah, yeah. He won the Journalist of the Year mm-hmm. at the GJ Awards. So congrats to mm-hmm. Erastus Asari Donko and all the other guys who won Fred Duho as well, picking up TV Journalist of the Year. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the sporting side of things, Chelsea trending, <laughs> Hoyland trending. Charlie, no, Chelsea and Man United, they want to do wedding. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea, please. 
Any man you for your better wedding. So after a very horrible weekend for the two clubs. The other thing that is equally Sky trendy, Sky they say he's support he's looking for a local team. Don't worry. Bando had to fly <laughs> well. they won't support Chelsea again. Anyway, the other thing that's also trending, heartbreak. Heartbreak is trending. Now over the weekend what on happened? Twitter especially or on X especially, people were sharing their Heartbreak stories, mm-hmm. several heartbreak stories. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them quite interesting, some of them quite sad, mm-hmm. but it's just amalgamated into lots and lots mm-hmm. of things. So that's why heartbreak is trending. Almost twenty-two thousand posts with the word heartbreak wow. in there as well. Heartbreak, heartbreak, heartbreak. Sorry, Charlie. Oh. Slow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, to some tech news, and um, this week there is the uh, AI summit. Where is it happening? The AI summit is uh, is the UK's AI safety summit. So this guy should be there in the yeah, UK. Yeah, yeah, now, UK Vice President Rishi Sunak yeah. will be speaking as well. He said a few things. Now, Vice sorry, UK Prime Minister, Prime Minister. Vice President, UK Prime Minister. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about yeah. that. Now, about 100 world leaders, tech bosses, academics, and AI researchers mm-hmm. are gathering at UK's Bletchley Park campus. To talk about AI now, Bletchley Park, in terms of context, it was once home to the code breakers mm-hmm. who helped the UK secure victory during World War II. Now they'll talk about AI, they'll discuss plus pluses, minuses, and also talk about the things they need to do mm-hmm. to make sure that AI doesn't go out of hand, so it's not destructive, mm. and doesn't cause problems. So we'll keep an eye on that. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Driving in a storm, how fit see ahead. Weather forecast a bit nippy ahead. Beggars can't choose, but be picky instead. 95 blues, kick me, I'm dead. Dead, dead. Cross my T's and dots my eyes. Stress way day my chest I ostracized. Do I treat you man Robert till you smell the ties? Me and I dream be a yaka, I'm cutting ties. My jala be a tailor made all customized. My English straight pigeon all bastardized. What I for do? Ignore the bastard guys. I was ignore I passed the sky. Of course my mind All week long we hustle and slave trap the non clays for wages and pay. Cooking in the morning. And sure that Vim day. We can't so strong helps the on the weekdays, mommy say, son, well, God be praised. Well, these days, money be why we day some way. I bathe in faith, no bathe in apes, a base, a case of faith and something great. But still, from six to six with stones and bricks, I'm building a future. I hope I live to see him. Uh, Time check is 12 minutes past eight. Uh, we have some great news for you in terms of announcements. Quickly, Africa World Airlines is yes. 11. Yes, they are 11 years and they uh, have an app for you. And they are saying that, listen, get that app either on iOS or Android. And you could be their four millionth passenger. And if you are that lucky passenger, you could get a great prize. Just book a flight with Africa World Airlines for your chance to win a special reward. Thank you for choosing Africa World Airlines. Africa World Airlines touching Africa, touching the world. Now have a whole new brushing experience with the new Pepsodent Herbal Toothpaste and Pepsodent Charcoal White. Pepsodent Herbal is infused with a unique blend of green tea and herbal extracts formulated to repair and protect your gums while giving you an all-round cooling sensation. And Pepsodent Charcoal White 
is also uniquely made with charcoal and lemon essence that restores your teeth's natural whiteness and gives you a complete and gives you complete oral protection for you and your family. Remember to brush your teeth twice daily. Pepsodent every smile matters. Now, if you are planning on going to and from Nigeria, Abom Airlines is uh, should be your partner. Book your adventure at abomair.com and get scheduled reliability, on-time departures, and excellent service that will make your journey truly unforgettable. Find them on the first floor of Nesta Square, South Liberation Road, Accra, or call them on 0202-325-226 or 0303-957-033. You can also get tickets at the uh, Ibom Air counter of Kotika International Airport Terminal 3. Ibom Air connecting Nigeria and Ghana in style. Now, the National Cyber Security um, Awareness Month is here. Now, the uh, Cyber Security Authority is... Uh, joining the global community to commemorate a cyber security awareness program in october under the theme promoting a culture of digital safety there will be great events including high school debates and all of that so to partner or sponsor call 0303-972-530 or 0303-972-531 or send an email ncsam2023 at csa.gov.ga cyber security authority securing a resilient digital ghana and the um, sorry, the electricity company of Ghana is informing their cherished customers that the loss reduction project, which aims at replacing all non-meter management compliant meters with smart prepaid meters, is ongoing. Now, this exercise is free of charge and is happening in several places: Accra West, Accra East, Temas, Central Western, Eastern, and Ashanti West. If you are interested, call the ECG on 0302-611-611 or engage them on their social media handles: Facebook, X, and Instagram at ECGGH Official. I'm even now before the sun sets marching, so it's five on Friday. Anyhow. All right, so uh, Richard, you you this weekend was a difficult weekend yeah. in terms of work because you had a lot to do. And mm. uh, you, where did you go with who and what did you go and do? So I went with uh, Fred Duho, the newest uh, journalist of uh, TV reporter of the year. Yes. Uh, my colleague and friend, uh, Caleb Kuda. Mm. And then uh, two cameramen, mm -hmm. uh, Doji and Chikata. Okay. Uh, together uh, with our driver. Uh, you stormed? We stormed the uh, Keta Anglo and then the Ketu South. Wow. You stormed? Yeah, we stormed there. We stormed. <laughs> <laughs> we stormed. <laughs> with, the, with the view to doing what? We, we, we went there, first of all, to Reki, mm -hmm. um, ahead of um, a possible visit there, mm -hmm. proper by uh, staff here. Mm -hmm. And then also to actually try and understand the plight of the people. And mm -hmm. Bernard, mm -hmm. these are some of the most devastated areas following the spillage of the Akosobo Dam. And then also on top of that, you know, these places have been inundated previously by, you know, sea, uh, tidal waves and all kinds of things. And mm -hmm. uh, the Akosobo Dam just simply uh, worsened the situation. Mm -hmm. And these people seem to have been forgotten. So it's you, you went the, to throw light? Yeah, that's right. It's as though central government is not there. Mm. It's, 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 it's heartbreaking. All right, so let's hear the report you filed. So this is from Anyaku. This one is from Anyaku. Anyaku, Kungu, and Seva. Wonderful. Dawn breaks in Anyaku, a timeless fishing community cradled by the embrace of the Keta Lagoon. 
This is a place where history echoes, where the footsteps of both heroes and victims have left indelible marks. Your people want to take pictures of uh, Willie. Willie. That is Halle. Okay. The first IGP. Okay. And maybe Corporal Tipo. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Corporal Tipo, a courageous man, met his fate near the castle in Osu, Accra. It was during the historic protest by Gold Coast soldiers who had valiantly served in World War II. Anyako was his home. It was also the birthplace of Kofi Hale, the first Ghanaian to lead Ghana's police service. My name is Wisdom Sade, and I'm the assembly member for Anyako Konunseva, Electra Area. Which are the communities within this enclave that you spoke about? So we have Anyako Pota, Anyako Isef, Konu, which is the main fishing community. Then we have Seva, which is another adjoining island linked with a road to this one. My name is Richard Delasky. Today we are in Anyako to bear witness to the harrowing tales of its residents and those of Kongu and Seba. They live in homes submerged by the relentless force of the Keta Lagoon in ways they've never seen before. Well, I will say that you can see for yourself that there is flooding all over the place. I can say that because of the rainy season, the, when other rivers have filled up, they all find their way to this place. Then the spillage from Akonsobotu, it drained down to this place. So that is what is affecting the town now. Apart from the 1961, which we were told uh, is the biggest, but this recent time, this is the biggest and more devastating one that we have. How many houses have been submerged? Yeah, about a month ago, we had an estimation. We, we went to some homes, and we have about 500 homes from here to Seva. Yes, but we can see that after the spillage, more houses have been affected. Some have completely been taken over by the, uh, the lagoon, and others, part of it, has been taken over. So those that have been taken off completely, if the person doesn't have a place to go, move to, the person is forced to raise the bed up and be and raise the things in the room and be sleeping uh, on the water. So you go to some people's room, if they allow you to enter, you see that they put cement blocks for the, uh, and, and put the bed on it. So they walk in the lagoon, the water, and climb to the bed. Nestled between Potap and Kongu in the Keta municipality, Anyako is home to 6,000 Brazilian souls. They depend heavily on the expansive 
Kata Lagoon, a waterway fed by the Volta River, a complex network that weaves its way from the estuary at Anyangui, where the Volta River pours into the Atlantic Ocean. Their very source of livelihood has turned into a merciless adversary, claiming their homes, their health, and even the very foundations of their community. Oh, that's a cemetery also flooded. Um, so there are chapels underwater. What is that? My little boy. What is that? Is that a school? It's a school building. Schools, roads, cemeteries, churches, and traditional shrines all lie crippled and in ruins. Despite being 140 or so kilometers from the Akosombo Dam, Anyako, like many in the lower Volta Basin, feels the full weight of excess water leaving Ghana's biggest hydroelectric dam. So we have come to one of the um, schools and uh, chapels here in Anyako and clearly water has taken over the school oh, my brother come my name is Dugbe Francis I'm a student of Anyako Aumofia Senior High School what are you studying? I'm studying clothing and textiles and how old are you? I'm 18 years old where are we at the moment? Uh, Abome this is Abome. Yeah, LA. The school is LA. Abome, LA, what? School. And so now that uh, water surrounds the whole school, there are no stones yeah. to get them across. So, how are they going to school? Oh, they walk. They walk through, through the, water. the water? Yeah. There is the water in the classroom. I see. Wow. I see. And is that a, a church? Yeah. What church is that? ARS. ARS? Yeah. Hello? How are you? I'm a teacher. 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 So as we speak, I can see two gentlemen engaging in what appears to be a miniature form of dragnet fishing. Um, they have a net that has a sack behind it, sort of, uh, forming the shape U. And they are dragging that um, at the bottom of the water that has uh, taken over the a bomber school uh, fishing um, what they are trying to do is to basically trap the fishes and I can see one of them um, in a red uh, jumper uh, picking out uh, fishes that um, they have caught and throwing them into a bucket which is held by uh, a young boy behind them uh, they have in there a bowl at least two bowls and then a plastic basket which they are using uh, to collect the fishes that they have caught. Well, <laughs> going in there, they assured me that they, are, they were going to get tilapia. 
and um, it would seem that they are getting tilapia. I can see people standing in their homes and overlooking the water. Their homes submerged in the water to an extent. Their paintworks completely gone. I can see two men currently uh, who are leaning over the wall of their home and watching us as we conduct our interviews. This is a sorry sight. This is traumatizing. This is worrying. Yeah, mama. Agolo. Meet Comfort, a 74-year-old retired teacher whose home is no longer a haven. Over 80% of her abode is claimed by water leaving her with just two rooms, a small shop, and a tiny space she now calls her bedroom. First of all, what's, what happened to your right leg? By that time, I was frying uh, fry fish before the hot oil poured on my foot, and the wood refused to yield. How long ago? 2013, 3rd September. You remember that day? Yes. In 10 years now, the shell, we call it aja. Aja. That's what you were cooking. Yes. You were frying. You were frying. Yes. And then the hot oil poured. Yes. And what happened after that? Did you go to the hospital? Yes. Oh. Even the picture too is in the room now. And what did the doctor say? Why did he not heal? Uh, he didn't say anything. He he just told me that you want to cut off where the wound is. But that one, there is no money. It pains me like something. When it is 5 o'clock p.m., then I start feeling pains. About three hours, two hours before it was released. When midnight, 1, 1 13 in the night, I can't sleep. How much were they going to charge you? Oh, I can't tell. Did they, they, he didn't tell me. But did, do you have money to pay for no, the operation? No, I don't have money. <laughs> but I know God will do something. God will do something. God will do something. What will God do about the situation? Uh, I'm praying, pleading for my sins to heal me. Where are your children? One is at Kasua and then one is at uh, Insawon. I'm having four. Two passed away and then I'm having only two. One man, one woman. Are they working gainfully? One is, the, the woman is working her own uh, small, small jobs, but the male one is working at some department. So, how do you take care of yourself? I'm um, earning small, small, small pension. And then selling small salt. How much is your pension? Do you know how much you receive a month? Yes, 800. Ghana CDs? Yes. 
Is that enough to take care of medical bills uh, and then your cost of living? Uh, I'm managing it. Why are you not in your house? Why are you standing on your leg, which is injured and not healing, holding your walking stick and standing at the main entrance to your house? Plenty water. Water. The lagoon is in the house. Plenty. How did that happen? It comes from the uh, the, the large uh, and, and entered the house. When did this start? Oh, during this time, August, September, something. September. Mm -hmm. So it started this September. Yes. Okay. So how are you able to live in this house, which is about seventy to eighty percent flooded? Ah, uh, I'm walking through the veranda to enter my room. Is that not dangerous? You have put blocks in the water and you climb those blocks and get onto what you are calling the veranda. I manage it. With your leg, mm -hmm. how are you able to do that? I'm holding stick. I use the uh, two sticks, one here, one here before I can climb it. Even the stick one is, is, is here. So you use the two of them yes. to support yourself? Yes. And then you climb onto the blocks yes. in the water, mm -hmm. and then you gradually make it onto the mine. Yes. How difficult are things for you? The food I take. Mm -hmm. when, when I collect that my small money, I use it in at the store to buy some small, small thing, put it in, inside my store. When the income comes, then I use for my cost of living. And then the leg, something has to be done. About yes, it. yes. Okay, okay. I'll have that in mind. Okay, thank you so much. What's your number? Do you have a phone number? Yes. What's your phone number? Please, I'm coming to give you. As we explore further, we find that while Comfort's home is reeling under the relentless siege of the Kettle Lagoon, the story next door in the home of another Japasu unfolds quite differently. Uh, I'm Christian Gamali Jakwasu. And um, you are native of... Uh, Anyako. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you do, sir? I'm a carpenter, by professional. Professional carpenter? Yeah. For how long have you been working as a carpenter? Oh, my father was born in the carpentry work. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And my father is a carpenter, chief carpenter in the whole town. I noticed that if you look to the, to the right of your house, the old lady just next to your house, yeah. Auntie Comfort. Yeah. Her house is about 70% in water. Yeah. And uh, your neighbor's home to the left. A yeah. In water. Yeah. Uh, at the back of your house, yeah. we have water all over the place. And it will seem to be part of, of the lagoon. Yeah, lagoon yeah. But for some reason, your house is not underwater. Yeah. Why? Uh, as for me, I've seen some things before. And some flooring just come. But not this very one. That's why I defend my house like this. How did you defend your house against uh, the flat? Uh, I do bought some materials 
wasted materials and defend the wall. Oh, okay. So you bought uh, quarry items, yeah, um, rubbish, yeah, and uh, all kinds of uh, things, yeah. which you dumped here, yeah, to fill the land. To fill the land and defend the water. I see. For how long have you lived here? Oh, I lived here about two, 20 years now, because my father died about thirty-three years now. Oh, okay. My father died by nineteen ninety. Okay. So I just live here, lonely with my wife and my children. How many children do you have? Nine children, but some of is not in the uh, Anyaku. Okay. They, they are, are outside of They Anyaku. are outside of the Anyaku, yeah. Okay. So um, I can see that you have all kinds of animals here. You have sheep. How many do you have? Okay. At first, I got plenty of sheep. But throughout the water, some of died. And I got about mm, 42 goats now. Oh, okay. I see. And then you also have chicken and cockerel. And yeah, I have some small, this thing, uh, pig. Okay, well, let me see the pigs. So he's taking me to his piggery now. Um. Oh, okay. So I got it plenty, but because of cost of food, mm -hmm. I saw some. I love for this tree. But your space is becoming smaller and smaller. You have so many animals here. Yeah. Um, do you plan to expand to some other place? And with your town underwater, how do you intend to, to expand your business? Oh, but as for me, you've seen me before draw from the motorbike. Mm -hmm. I'm from my crowd. Oh, okay. I'm just riding cow too. Mm -hmm. And uh, it at Bolove. Okay. So I go and see them with the Furani. Okay. And before I come back now, the cattle, yeah, I have about 49. 49? Yeah. Wow, you must be a rich man then. Oh, of course. <laughs> I'm trying to be a rich man. Okay. Yeah. Please try and open your gate now. Oh, okay. It's closed now, yeah? Yeah. So that's how you keep them. Hey, that's all again. In the middle of the struggle, sanitation worsens, flood submerged manholes and latrines, forcing open defecation. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm fine. Mm, what are you doing here? Why have you come here? Come here. Is that your sister who is, uh, you know, squatting and uh, defecating there openly? You know, Vima Lafuma Lafodia. Okay, Gazama Lapamania. Figure me up, Pamela. A cheat and Yavapa. I see. You are tough, much sugar. It's often children who embark on treacherous trips to water surrounded dam sites to empty their bowels. In every conceivable way, these are communities under sustained siege 
with very little or no hope of winning the battle against the fast-expanding Keta Lagoon. With the floodwaters refusing to recede, a grim alliance of poverty, squalor and disease has emerged into an unrelenting menace in 